What is up, guys? Welcome to this episode of the Positionless Pod with me, Kai Gamage. Um, okay, so I have to apologize really quick to all the listeners. I know um, our last episode was all the way last Monday. Uh, we did have an episode recorded that was going to come out on Friday of last week, but we had some technical difficulties. The audio just sounded off. I don't know. We kind of suck. Um, but this week, again, hopefully, if things break right, I mean, things will break break right. We'll make sure we actually do this and stick to our commitment. We will be putting out two episodes this week. We had to adjust the schedule a little bit, but we'll be fine. And again, sorry about, you know, making all these promises, breaking all these promises. <laughs> we're not serious. Unserious group of guys here. Like, we were going to re-record it over the weekend, but I think all of us just got too tired. Everyone was too busy doing something. Um, speaking of which, so again, as usual, I'm in this room joined by some of the greatest young minds in basketball media today. Some of those versatile writers, uh, content creators in the game right now. I've got Aaron Matthew, Diego San Agustin, and Wag Mike. Wag Wagwan <laughs> Generals. And, and Michael Anthony Cruz. How you guys doing, man? Yeah, we're great, man. I'm really full right now. Yeah, so okay, wait. You were you were at what? Some like Filipino cafeteria it was like a Filipino thing? Pop up. The heck was square it? One. It was called Kumain Kitchen. So, yeah, it's just I think it's run by like twins, like Filipino twins. But it was really good. Like I had a ube ube mochi waffle with the sino. This guy's eating good, man. Yeah, it's, it's, it was so good. Yeah, it was fire. Meanwhile, me and Aaron were too were busy working out at the gym, you know. Yeah, hell sticking yeah. to commitments. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna be at the gym later, so <laughs> no, it's already closed. No, later. not not the school gym, my home gym. This guy's lying to our faces. <laughs> I can tell. What do you mean? I'm I'm more swole than you guys. What do you what? Relax. Yo, have you seen Aaron's legs, bro? His heart is probably have you seen jacked. Mine? This guy's cardio is. Insane. Have you seen my legs? Yeah, actually, no. You got the Southeast Asian <laughs> legs. What I thought. Yeah, that's yeah. Those are insane. But you're also chunky, so. What the heck? Yo, what the hell is going on here? <laughs> Yo, first body shaming, man. First, my cruise is not here for body shaming. Yeah, bro, I'm not here for what? How dare you? <laughs> how dare you, bro? Okay. All right. Um. So yeah, we had an entire episode recorded last week where you know we talked about all the big headlines that had gone on in the NBA. We also had this longer segment, but we will be re-recording some of that episode just because we, we had some we had some gold gold in that episode. That was a really fun episode. It was. I, it I was. really wish yeah. that the problems didn't happen on that one, but I guess I'm sorry. It's bad luck. Just just it was, blame, a, good, it was a great conversation. Just say you don't like me, man. It's Kai's fault. Yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah, we will we will be redoing some of those segments uh, in the second episode this week. So look forward to that. But for <laughs> this episode, uh, because, you know, we didn't really get to uh, tell you guys about our thoughts on this whole Boston Celtics situation. We thought we'd we thought we'd start this episode off talking about Ime Udoka uh, getting suspended for huh. being horny. Um yeah, he got suspended. Straight so up. for those that aren't in the know, uh, Ime Udoka, coach of the Boston Celtics, has been suspended one year by the Boston Celtics themselves. And yeah, so now Joe Mazzula, kind of a unknown quantity, is going to be running the Boston Celtics bench this year. Obviously, the Boston Celtics are coming fresh off of a 
NBA Finals run. Ime Udoka looked to have completely transformed this Celtics team over the course of this past season. So how do you think that this suspension is going to affect the Celtics going into this year where their expectations are higher than I guess ever before? Yeah, I think it's going to take a toll on them initially at least because Ime Udoka was at least 80% of the reason why they went from a struggling team in January to being in the NBA Finals, two games away from winning their first championship in a decade. Mm -hmm. So a lot of work was uh, done by Udoka and now not having him with the team is going to be insane because they've made better moves now to to have a better roster. They've got Brogdon in, they've got Gallinari who might not be playing but they they definitely got a lot better. So there's so much uh, yeah. so many expectations on a on an unknown coach who is head coach at Fairmont State, right? Yeah, dude, this is like a complete unknown quantity. Obviously, he's been with the Celtics uh, since, what, 2019, if I'm not mistaken. Um, but we're talking about going from Ime Udoka, who he didn't have experience as a head coach, but he had been behind Greg Popovich for that many years. Brad Stevens, who had been obviously a coach at Butler, who completely exceeded expectations with Butler, um, who was brought in during the Danny Ainge saga uh, of the Boston Celtics to essentially rebuild that entire franchise. And then Udoka um, carried on that sort of legacy, installed a different defensive scheme than Stevens. And now we're going to have to go through a year of Joe Mazzulla, who, again, is a completely unproven quantity. Um, He did have he has spent time with the Celtics. He has been behind the benches of Brad Stevens, of Ime Udoka, but... Like, he wasn't the main assistant for the Celtics team. Will Hardy was. Will Hardy was the main assistant. He was hired by the Utah Jazz. Joe Mazzulla sat behind the bench, right? This isn't a guy that's been really at the front that has been loud within the team. And I know that Media Day has happened today, and a lot of players have been speaking out, obviously in favor of Mazzulla being the interim head coach, the interim selection. But, I mean, that's obviously what they're going to say. I'm sure they all know Joe very well. Yeah. But this is going to be totally different for the Celtics. I mean, I think I think that at least speaks volumes, though, that he's just such a trusted person within the Celtics organization, and I guess within other some other organizations as well. But yeah, I would say that I won't fully like I guess discount what he's capable of yet, because we don't really know that. The only thing I really hate about this whole Celtic situation is the fact that. The Celtics haven't been handling the whole Udoka situation very well at all. And because of that, like there's been a lot of other issues going on, like especially around social media and in Twitter. Like yeah, there's there's just a lot of problems, man. And I think a lot of it has to do with how the Celtics never named the woman involved either. I mean, I think that that's for the best, right? I think like you don't really want to like bring up names and all that. Yeah, but, but if that was the case, I think Stephen A. made a great point. Mm-hmm. Like, Idoka should have just gotten fired. Yeah. If you're gonna keep him and also just announce these news, like, what's the point? Fair have fine. you seen what's going on on Twitter? It's like people are basically in doing their own investigations on who the woman is. So they're dragging all the names of the women working with the Celtics into the conversation. They're putting out pictures. They're putting. They're just basically making fun of them. And they're even comparing them to, like, Neil Long or something. But see, that's the thing. Just because people are being awful doesn't mean the Celtics break their code, right? Break the 
like the employee uh, herself she's probably gone through enough and then she's going to be the sole target mm-hmm. i mean it obviously it's not a good thing that all women who are part of the organization are being targeted but i think it only gets worse if they announce i i know there's there's yeah. two sides to okay maybe uh, don't yeah. announce both but just keep it on the low because yeah everything kind of just blew up and r- remember what matt barnes said the other day on on his instagram i think he said that the situation is like a lot more deep a lot more messy than everybody basically thinks it is and it's really bad yeah I mean, I don't know. I I think that the Celtics kind of handled it appropriately in some ways. I think that getting out ahead of it and, I guess, suspending Udoka before the NBA was able to do their own independent investigation into the the matter um, is probably best for the PR team. Um, Again, who's to say what's really going on under the under the covers yeah that's the thing we just don't know much yeah. about the yeah, actual and I th- situation but, but i think that's how they want to keep it why yeah. would why why should we know a well, lot about it i mean we're talking about intimate people's intimate lives here i don't know right? i feel like the media kind of handled it pretty pretty awful yeah like the awful man the, it's a witch hunt i mean when Woj had his tweet out you know it was so it was so vague in general right yeah and then yeah. out comes uh shams to report the whole you consensual know, thing. Yeah, the consensual thing. It was and still kind of unclear like, okay, what, what yeah, really happened. But what really happened. And then, yeah, even now. And then, there, I guess, a few days later, there were reports about him making, like, unwanted comments towards the woman. So it's it's like, what's yeah. really going on here? Yeah, I think what's Some worse... Some really bad shit must have gone down. Yeah, see, what's worse than them not uh, mentioning who's involved is them not at all talking about what happened yeah because actually, instead ev- of saying who's involved yeah you're everybody right. they should have said what happened they yeah, should have just described it l- like you've got guys like Matt Barnes who've been in terrible scandals where he's yeah of course like, uh, hitting guys like Derek Fisher and stuff like that so yeah. you've got guys like him coming out and saying oh this is bad just I think if you be transparent about that at least yeah speculation is dangerous what he basically right? said is like if it gets leaked it gets leaked mm. Like, yeah, yeah, that's it. Uh, yeah, he again, left it at that. It's just and it's he just was not going to comment any further. It's just a messy situation all around. Um, yeah. and like I don't know, not to not to bring it back to basketball, but obviously this is we do need to relate it back to basketball. Um, let's from just a, from let's a just basketball standpoint. Yeah, sure, it's bad, obviously, because Udoka is a great coach. Yeah, like that can be taken away from him. And with Missoula, you don't know what you can expect yet. Mm-hmm. I honestly don't know how he's going to come back from this. Like, I mean, look, um, let's look at the Boston Red Sox, for example, right? Alex Cora, their manager, their bench guy, um, he was suspended for a year for being involved in the Houston Astros cheating scandal, right? He wasn't even really suspended for a year. The Red Sox just took the initiative. MLB didn't suspend him. The Red Sox took the initiative and were like, hey, bro, how about you just take a break for a year? Let this whole thing kind of blow blow off, Right. Um, and then just come back, right? And now he's back, and no one's really thinking about I, the freaking cheating I think it will just scandal. depend on what exactly happened. Yeah, but, but like those details aren't we'll going to come know. out. Those details aren't yeah. going to come out because the Boston Celtics made the like took the initiative to do the suspending themselves. Yeah. Right? This isn't an NBA protocol thing. This is a Celtics protocol thing. 
right? We're, I don't know if we'll have other details come out. Maybe I think like the Celtics made a conscious decision of making sure that none of the, those yeah, extra because details go because up. they want Udoka back, yeah, right? Of like I don't think that they view Missoula as like the freaking long term option here. No, definitely. Not. Um, we're talking about a guy about Udoka who installed a completely new defensive system that transformed the organization defensively, especially into one of the most versatile um, switchable schemes that we've seen in the NBA. Okay, let's just ask yeah. the question and then we'll move on from this. Are they still title favorites? Yeah, I think they still are. Their roster is just too great. Yeah. You add Malcolm Brogdon and Daniel Gellner. Yeah, and, the, and the, the scheme is already there. You're just yeah. changing yeah, the guy who's saying He's it, familiar right? with it too. He's been in the sidelines and, last, uh, all season. Yeah, like most importantly, if they're, since Udoka's only suspended, he can still give his input from wherever he is. Yeah, yeah. Oh, just so text him yeah. and they'll tell you what to do. From behind, yeah. Yeah. Again, like they're they're really just changing the guy saying the plays. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Okay. Cool. One last headline, I guess, and then we'll move on to our segments here. So CJ McCollum signed a extension with the New Orleans Pelicans. How much was it for? It was for two years. Two years sixty four. Two years sixty four million. That's actually a mm-hmm. cheap contract, eh? Yeah, for a player oh, of his caliber. Yeah. Oh my goodness. For for, sure. for for the player at the forty uh, sixth ranked position on the ESPN uh. top one hundred, <laughs> <laughs> which we will be getting into. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, so <laughs> CJ McCollum, how does it? F- what do you guys think of this sort of long term commitment that the Pels are starting to garner across the board? Right, like they they signed yeah. Zion to his max extension this off season. Um, they signed CJ. Obviously, they've got a ton of guys still on rookie deals. Uh, Dyson Daniels, Trey Murphy, Jose Alvarado. Uh, Herb Jones, these guys are all on rookie contracts. How do we feel about the New Orleans Pelicans prospects? I mean, I guess in the next next few years. And I mean, how I does think, how I does CJ play into that timeline? I think it's definitely great for the Pelicans to have you know to have locked on these players, especially the core. And I think they're going to be good for a very long time. It'll just depend on basically how well they actually fit next this coming season. Like if it's a great fit, then great for the Pelicans. If you guys have these, like the main young core you have with Zion and CJ and Bi, they're gonna be good for a while. Yeah, like the only um the only undraft the only unrestricted free agent that they've got this like coming off the books after this season is Larry Nance, right? And, and God yeah. knows they have enough depth in their front court anyways that they don't necessarily need Larry Nance. He's nah. a good defensive player. That's probably where he'll be installed this season, but. That's the only contract coming off their books other yeah. than, like, Jackson Hayes, if you want to talk about it. You're Jackson not losing Hayes. too much yeah. if you're losing Larry Nance. Yeah. yeah. McCollum's not really that old, too. He's in the, you know, he's got a few more prime years left. He's just 31 years old. Yeah. And uh, he, he showed last year that he could be the lead guard of a playoff team. Yeah. And they've got him on the books until 2026. That's a yeah. really long time for a young team, right? Yeah. And uh, although it was a small sample size, uh, at New Orleans, he played his best basketball you can say that he had his best scoring he had his best assists almost six and he had his best effective field goal percentage as well so he was doing everything better in this new role he like he came halfway through the season and he just played like he was there all this time and, and he looks like a lead guard and even- yeah. eventually he's, he's gonna settle into like that third option for this team right mm-hmm. zion's obviously gonna be one then 
Brandon Ingram's going to be the number two option. Yeah. So yeah, imagine having CJ for your third option. That's yeah. that's mm-hmm. a luxury. If he continues to improve in terms of just moving the ball around, creating shots for teammates, which again he did improve on once he actually got this lead role, uh, lead guard role for the Pelicans. This isn't like him distributing and creating shots for others on the team is something that we never saw him do in Portland. It was never asked of him. We saw him improve incrementally um, while with the Pelicans. So if that continues to improve as he's entering like this completely new chapter of his career, guy's already 31, um, if it continues to improve and he's able to set up these young guys on his team, B.I., Zion, like I think that the ceiling for the next few years with the Pelicans, I've just been high on them for forever. It's only going to get higher. Right? For sure. Okay. All right. Um, let's take a really quick break, and then when we'll be back, we'll be discussing the ESPN Top 100 Players list coming into this season. They released it over the weekend, and we're, uh, yeah, we've got things to say. There's a lot going on. Um, Yeah, we'll be back. See you in a sec. All right, and we are back. Okay, so ESPN has put out their top 100 list. Uh, The final piece came out on the 23rd detailing the top players one through five so we we thought we'd start with that and then we'll make our way through the rest of the list and kind of point out all the things that we're pretty cheesed about uh when it comes to where players are ranked if we think that there's anything you know ridiculous going on if there's some unwarranted disrespect to certain guys maybe some warranted disrespect but we still disagree with it okay let's get it started so the number one player in the world according to espn google (laughs) My boy Ugo. <laughs> what? That is actual name. Giannis Ugo Antetokounmpo. Okay. Thank yes. you. Thank just you. Just to clarify, it's just U G O, right? I yes. think so. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So Giannis yeah. Giannis Antetokounmpo, number one ranked player in the world. Is this the only thing ESPN got right? No, I think their top their top two are correct. Okay. All right. We'll talk about that. But Giannis, Giannis is Giannis is the best player in the world, right? Imagine having a no Disney doubt, star no at your number one. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm just kidding. He, he deserves it. He what? Deserves. What? <laughs> Disney star? Yes. Yeah, bro. Come on, rise, rise. The Come story on. of Giannis and Tadakumpo. Oh, I thought you were talking about a Disney. <laughs> La Mickey. <laughs> but yeah, okay. So. Giannis Antetokounmpo, I think probably the most unstoppable player that we've seen in the past like three, four years. Um, he's just consistently looked like the best player on the court. There's nothing really. I mean, yeah. look, he can't. He can't. He does, sh- it, he does it so casually. Like you won't even know he drops like 30 points, yeah. 14 rebounds, and like seven assists. He's unstoppable. With I like don't two I, blocks. Like there's, there's no crazy. real there's no real defensive scheme. There's no man no. defender <laughs> that can stop what Giannis Antetokounmpo does. When he's got a head of steam, he's just the freakiest athlete yeah. I think that we've ever seen. He's getting better at shooting from the line. He's even mid range shots and threes. He's somewhat he's he's improved last yeah. season. If if he wasn't so the best, he doesn't offen- need to do that though. Yeah, so bro. If he wasn't bonus. if he wasn't known as being one of the best offensive players in the league, then I think that he'd probably have. More defensive player of the year yeah. awards <laughs> yeah. under his belt, but people just don't want to give him everything, right? Remember those times when people used to basically complain about Giannis not having a three point shot or anything? Who cares? Yeah, like it doesn't. It never mattered. Like he didn't. He he's the last person to need a three point shot just because of how dominant he is. 
already. Yeah, I think 2013 LeBron was the last guy who was as dominant on both ends of the floor yeah. as Giannis. Yeah. It's just he's unstoppable. He's I think he's been the best player in the league for the past few years. And finally yeah. he's voted number 1. Again, it's just there's no scheme that stops him. We're well, honestly last year, last year he was two. Yeah, yeah. But disrespect. I think I, mean, I don't know. Disrespect. I think I think it was close between him and KD. Absolutely not. No. Absolutely no. Absolutely no. Sorry, no. Last year was. Sorry, no. <laughs> just just because just because KD is a three level scorer doesn't make him better than Giannis. Yeah, but he's also on, great. Stop hyping up the bus. He's right not here. nearly as good. No, he's not nearly as good. Giannis, a top three offensive player. Yes. I'm putting I'm putting Curry above him on offense, and I'm putting Jokic above him on offense. Yeah, that's fair. No, and Luka? then, yeah. hmm? Luca over Giannis on offense. On offense, uh, I don't know. Luca over I'm Giannis. Anyway. Okay, yeah. maybe, Luka's but I just, I just playmaker. think when we're looking at efficiency, yeah, obviously the playmaking yeah. for Luca is I mean, better. Obviously, obviously Giannis is going to be more efficient because he lives at the rim. Yeah, yeah. I just, I just think that Luca so just isn't nearly yeah. efficient enough from deep. Like, obviously, he's. I think he's the most clutch player, maybe. <laughs> but yeah um okay <laughs> we'll get into that we'll get into that but yeah look uh, top 3 top 4 offensive player in the NBA and then top I think 2 defensive player yeah in the NBA right yeah it's him it's him or Rudy and if you want to hate on Rudy fine you can hate on Rudy but I don't I don't defensively, care defensively you can't even you you're can't not even you're not watching Rudy, oh, sorry you're not watching basketball if you think that Rudy's a bad defender but yeah okay cool so Giannis number 1 so for ESPN they've got the reigning two-time mvp nikola jokic at number 2 this yep. guy is the most i guess advanced metrics loving um player that i think we've ever seen which which i you, you understand yeah. because he's just so freaking efficient yeah everything he does is just everything perfect everything he does man yeah like i think he finished last year with like a 35 raptor according to 5 um according yeah. to 538 okay no he had he had a 24 Raptor um wins above replacement. It's a it, I don't know, it's some long long <laughs> equation. Uh it's it's one of those advanced metrics that Yeah. Like I couldn't tell you what they mean. Um but all I know is that it <laughs> means he's an advanced stats guy. It means sometimes, he's good. <laughs> sometimes it means he's freaking incredible. Yeah, 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 exactly. And like Jokic had 23 nearly 24 wins above replacement according to 538, which was about like what So that's eight, eight point one above the next closest player, which was Jason Tatum. Yeah, right. Wow. Like, if we're just looking at defensive metric, or sorry, any advanced metrics, Jokic is the best player that he's just we've so ever historically seen. Historically great, man. Yeah, and efficiency and wise, he's historically great. It, it's not even that it's people nitpicking. Oh, it's advanced stats. Just watch a game. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't. It doesn't take a lot yeah, to if, understand if how good Jokic is. Yeah, if you don't think the advanced stats works, okay, watch the game. Yeah, look at everything he does. <laughs> okay, watch <laughs> the game. Wow, he's so good, man. Yeah, there's there's too much that he does, and it's not just that he's an offensive dynamo now. He's so good on defense now. Yeah. Like especially for the Nuggets in that scheme. Yeah. He carries their defense now, and he was a bit. Average a few years ago, but yeah, if, but look what he turned into last season. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. There's no way you can discount his defensive ability anymore. Yeah, that's the thing. No. Like his biggest, like his biggest issue in the playoffs back in 2021 
was that he got abused in the pick and roll. He got killed in drop, like drop pick and roll. Um, it just wasn't something that he was able to be good at. And he completely improved on it. He improved his pick and roll defense. He was better at, at closing out the players in pick and roll. He improved, he improved in the drop. So, like, I don't know. I mean, he's, he's still so young, too. Right, yeah. this guy, he's only freaking what, twenty six? Yeah, he's twenty seven. Twenty, he's twenty seven right now. He, I, I don't know how he gets worse. I think that his yeah, game translates not. with age because of just the way that he plays on offense. He's yeah. a versatile ball. Like he, he handles the ball at his size. He is a playmaker in the post, and the best we've ever seen at his position. He can shoot the three. He doesn't mm-hmm. have to play completely physical at the rim. Right, his game is going to translate with age. He doesn't have any glaring weaknesses, really. He doesn't. And also, his team, the team around him, is also young, so they are also get, getting better with age. So yeah. that's why the Nuggets yeah. are going to be pretty nuggets, scary. Nuggets stock is yeah. rising. Okay, and then the last two seasons, Jokic has been averaging absurd like scoring numbers. Yeah, it's it's insane. Like compare that to his first like what four or five seasons. Dude, yeah, twenty seven point one, twenty seven point one last year with seven point yeah. nine assists. And right, s- like twenty six point four in the previous year. Yeah, if he can knock down wow, the three man. at like a better rate, at like the same rate that he did back in the 2020-2021 season, yeah, where he was knocking them down at a thirty, nearly thirty nine percent rate. Man, he went down. He went ridiculous. down to he went down to a little bit under thirty four this yeah. year, um, but. Like, it doesn't really matter. By most efficiency metrics, he still had a more efficient year this past season when he was knocking down threes at a less efficient rate. He still he was shot a still, high field goal. Last yeah, he still, had yeah. A, he still had a better effective field goal percentage. Yeah. Right? Like, it doesn't seem to affect him anything. Like, there's no slumping with Jokic, right? He does everything at the greatest foundation, I think, that we've seen a player have. And I think the best part about him is he turns it up in the playoffs. Like, yeah. I mean, you could be good in the regular season. There's so many guys who are good in the regular season, but this guy's just a playoff performer. Oh, my God. Yeah, 31 points in last year's playoffs. Yeah, he's he's incredible, bro. He's carrying wow. that team on his back. On both ends. On both ends. On both yep. ends. 100%. Okay, uh, number yep. three, Luka Doncic. Okay, so this is maybe where we start to see some debate. Okay, so wait, Diego, you had... You also had Jokic at two, right? Yeah, I actually did have Luka at three then, yeah. And then, did you guys all have Jokic at two, or...? Yeah. Yeah, I, I think it is more or less consensus. Yeah, yeah. Mm. okay. I, as I was talking through this, I was like, you know what? Yeah, no, Luka's not number two. <laughs> um, okay, before, before Kai said that he'd put Doncic over... Yeah, no, not anymore, man. Okay, not anymore. good. <laughs> <laughs> you better. I just, I don't know. The way that I view view Doncic is like this is he's our LeBron. Like he's this generation's LeBron. Like in terms of one man's ability to completely carry a bum team to wherever <laughs> they need to be carried yeah, to. He's that this guy. is exactly what he's, he's going he's to be doing for this year and for years to come. He does everything for the Mavericks he is the most important player so the way that I look at Luka and Jokic is that those are the two players in the league where if you remove them from their respective situations both of those teams are less are like 25 win teams maybe less maybe not I don't know about Nuggets yeah 
Really? I don't know about 25. The okay, okay, okay. No. okay. Little, last, little year, last year, last year, last year, last year. Last year Nuggets. Last year Nuggets would be happy to win 25. Point. That's yeah. my point, right? That's my okay. point. It's just like if you remove them <laughs> from their respective situations, those teams are dog shit. Yeah. Right? Okay, if yeah. you remove Luka from his current situation in Dallas, bro, that team's, that team's winning 17. Yeah. yeah. That's a doo-doo team. That team is trash. They're not going to do well this year, but I think that what Luka will do, he will will them to as many wins as they need to to make the playoffs without question. Yeah. Absolutely. That's, a, that's yeah. actually a fair point. But, but see, that's the thing. You know, at this point, I think number three may still be debatable. You could You could say Joel deserves number three, but there is a good chance... That uh, if he repeats mm. uh, last year's scary job, I think he cements his position at three. Yeah. I well at three? I, I, yeah. I don't know. Okay, so I so, at five. Nah. So we have we the three <laughs> of us. So Diego, Mike, and I all have Luca at three. Yeah, no, you I'm do not, as well. You do as yeah, well. I but do. you're just saying that there's a okay. argument to yeah. have. Yeah. So hey, ESPN's top three. All right, is actually good. That's the thing. I do. Yeah. I do think that as it stands right now, I think that Luca is a better player than Joel. But I again, I do think it's very much up to debate, up for debate too. Yeah. I just think that Luca does more. His usage rate is just significantly higher. I He's more I important think to the his top team. five. Is all up for debate. Yeah, mm. Joel's stats are just better, regardless. Also, his defensive impact is is it's like almost defensive player of the year caliber. So you cannot discount that. Yeah, of course. And like, look, Luca wasn't getting MVP consideration last year. Joel was, and it was deserved. Yeah. Right. There's only <laughs> one man in the league that I think deserved the MVP and that there's only one man other than Jokic that deserved MVP and it was Joel. Yep. Right? We could have argued for Giannis to win MVP as much as we wanted, but Joel just had a more impactful year for the Philadelphia 76ers. Um and I, I, I Luca again, I think that he's more important to his team than Joel is to the 76ers. But I don't think that when we're just looking at a player's stats and their impact um, Joel's Joel's is higher. It's higher. Yeah, right. And like he he brought his team more success because the team was just more successful. It's just a better team. But yeah, I don't know. It's hard. I think that I just think that Luca's more skilled than Joel. Right. I I don't think that's up for debate. Either. Mm -hmm. yeah. I think that Luca is maybe him and Jokic. I think are the two most skilled players in the league. Yeah, of all time too. Joel's not there yet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. 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 We can agree there. Yeah. Yeah. But in terms of just like best player, I don't know. It's hard because I think that I think that Joel's more dominant on both ends. No on way. Both ends. He's seven foot tall. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Come on. But no, no way. <laughs> but I, I I just think that he's just a more imposing presence and like more impactful on both ends than. Luca, obviously. I don't know. It's hard. It's tough. Okay. You know what? Let's move on. I'm I'm just trying to justify maybe Joel over Luca to myself, but I don't think I want to. I think I I think Luca is just our our era's LeBron. The LeBron of the 2020s. Mm. Modern day LeBron. Yeah. Okay. So number four. <laughs> Mike didn't like that one. Number I, four. I didn't like this one at all. You didn't like, you didn't like this one. <laughs> yeah. You didn't like why, what what didn't you like about it? Why why is Joel Embiid above Steph Curry? 
What do you mean? <laughs> like, what are we doing here? <laughs> what do you mean? What are we doing here? Like Joel Embiid, what has he done? I'll swap Embiid and Curry. What has he done in the league? Like, what has Luca done in the league? He went to the conference finals. He's got more conference finals appearances than Joel Embiid. Does. Joel Embiid doesn't have. Yeah, but we're not rating a player based on conference finals appearances. <laughs> we're saying this is the best player in the league. Yeah, but I mean, if if if, if you're you're that good of a player, you should be able to win in the playoffs, which Joel Embiid hasn't really done. He yet. was injured for that freaking series, man, against Miami. He was injured for the first two games. So I mean, in, in the previous years too, he, he hasn't he hasn't really <laughs> performed. But see, that's the thing. He always gets... I-, I mean, obviously, you can't keep uh, giving him a leash because he gets injured repeatedly. That's also a knock on his conditioning too. But <laughs> one of them was number two in MVP voting. The other wasn't. Okay. Embiid <laughs> does more. He's on a worse team. He's on a significantly worse sure. team. Regu- regular season, man. But, I mean... Luca shows up better in the in the playoffs where it matters more. So this is wait, this isn't Joel versus Luca. This is Joel yeah, this versus Steph. Steph. Yeah. Well, then, then the more the more it should the more <laughs> the more it favors my argument. I don't see Steph. Steph's on one end. He's on one end. Yeah. But he's not oh, bad on, defensively. Dude, offensively, when, when, he's just dude, yeah, he's, not, he's not bad defensively. But we're talking about a guy yeah, who is time, perennially Steph, a defensive Steph player is, of the year candidate. Steph is genu- generally he's generation. much better defensively. Like great offensively. Lot, if you watch the games, he's much better defensively. Okay, but you're saying much better to a guy who's a DPOI I'm candidate. Not, okay, we're not comparing. We're not comparing defense with Steph Curry and Embiid. We're not doing that. Yes, but we're comparing the players, and we have to look at them as a whole. I just don't think that the gap between their offensive outputs is nearly as comparable as the gap between their defensive outputs. And if I'm looking at a total player's value to a team, Joel Embiid's is just across the board higher. Like, it might be a little bit lower on offense. I don't think it's something that needs to be freaking harped on here. I don't think he's that much worse on offense than Steph. I just think that Steph has a better scheme built around him. But... Mm. If we're looking at their defensive, the difference between the two players, it's fucking huge. Of course, it's the scheme. Yeah, that, That's always the story with Steph. <laughs> like, of course. Damn right. It's the scheme. Yeah. That's why he's so good. He's the damn scheme, man. He is. Yeah. Steph Curry For is For sure. That's why the Warriors work. Because sure. of him. Oh, and Draymond, though. <laughs> oh, my. Dude, the I'm leader, sorry, man. The I'm leader sorry. of the Warriors. I'm sorry, man. <laughs> I, th- I think that Steph is the best off-ball player we've ever seen. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think that he's, <laughs> like, he he okay. moves. You, you, he can't, moves you right? can't just stop there. He moves incredibly <laughs> off ball. Fine. But I just think that, again, if we're looking at their impacts on offense, can you really say that the difference between the two on offense is as high as the difference between the two on defense? I would say that. That's insane. That's insane to me. That's insane. That's insane to me. That's insane to me. How? Like, how, how? You, haven't mentioned, you haven't mentioned huh? his um, gravity. The gravity, <laughs> yeah, man, the gravity. Okay, okay yeah, He's astrology like, class. I, I, yeah. I don't know, the man. Gravity, bro. The, the, when I, when I watch Warriors games, so <laughs> just just the, the I mean, sorry, the, so, the so, impact so, that he has on offense is uh-huh. just so the guy that historical. won the scoring title this year he doesn't have an impact on offense as high as Steph. Yeah, how 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 many points does he generate for his team? Like the amount of um, the amount of other other points that Steph generates for his teams because of the looks that open looks that they give him uh-huh it, no for stuff. sure for sure it's the stuff that 100%. doesn't show up on the box score. it, it doesn't course, show up yeah. on the box score but like are we really gonna act as though Joel doesn't do that for the rest of his team you're really gonna tell me that 
the most dominant okay. paint player I, I in the league it, right now. Close, though. I'm sorry, but you're going to tell me that the most dominant paint player in the league right now doesn't make defenses flock towards him, doesn't instill double teams, doesn't make teams have to build entire defensive schemes around him? Are you out of your mind? Sure. Bro, he I scored thirty point six a game, <laughs> making sure. <laughs> I may be out of my mind. He's blinded <laughs> by love. <laughs> yeah, he did say Wardell was the love of his life. Bro, I'm, uh, who uh, are the most imposing defenders in the league? Who like what positions value defense at the high, like at the highest level? It's Bigs. Bigs are the most impactful defenders in the entire league. Joel Stills drops thirty point six a night on them. That's it Mark, doesn't matter. That's why Marcus Smart won Defensive Player of the Year. Oh, we all know that that was bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they just didn't want to give it to Rudy. <laughs> he himself was surprised. Yeah. But like, I don't know. I just, I just think it's kind of ridiculous to say that we're acting like Joel's not a solar system player here. Like he doesn't have yeah. the entire offensive scheme and opposing defensive scheme built around stopping Joel. That's the reason they traded Ben Simmons and not Joel Embiid. Yeah, they, of course, it's an easy and, decision. I know, and they were considering that before itself. It's not like it, it happened only because of the spat between them. They know Joel's the guy a team can be built around, not Ben. Okay, Bro, okay. come on. L- let's come move on. on. Let's yeah. Joel also fell short in the playoffs last year. Yeah, but we're not we're not judging this entirely based uh, no, not upon based on, not based the on one month in the playoffs. Yeah. I'm looking at the entire year Steph where Joel Curry. scored five more points a game than Stephen Curry, and you're telling me that the offensive impact for one player is that much higher than the other. Okay, maybe I just value the playoffs more where it matters more. <laughs> wait, yeah, wait, I value having a better Steph team Curry too, bro. Is yeah. capable of that though. Steph Curry is capable of outperforming Joel Embiid by that much in the playoffs. Yeah, mm. of course. <laughs> Give me a break. Steph had such a, a great break. playoff He had such run. a better team. Bro, Joel and has been crying in the playoffs. But even, even, individually, even individually, though, like Steph Curry had a much better playoff run individually than Joel Embiid. Sure. Much better. Sure. What did Embiid shoot like from from Embiid? three? Not just three, you're not general. bringing up his three, his three, but, his three okay, stats right now. Okay, but which one of them was injured throughout? No, the not playoffs. just from three, but like he still shot below. I mean, he shot forty eight percent actually. Okay, that's not so bad. But twenty three point six points. And 11 rebounds on 48% yeah, from the field and 21% from three. Seven points less in the playoffs than the regular But Steph, 27.4 points per game. Six assists per yeah. game. He's, he, he did he performed better steals. in the playoffs. But, but 40% see, from, that's better the better team. 40% <coughs> from three. You, uh, you, you're also ignoring the fact that he was playing injured. Yeah. And uh, he also has to freaking carry the load on both ends in the, way, in the way that Steph doesn't. Like, we're talking about a guy who puts significantly more physically on the line throughout the playoffs than Steph does. Yeah, see, okay. Bro, he got okay. his freaking face broken. Sure. I, I don't think this is going anywhere. Let's move on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, yeah. Let's oh, let's man. let's move on to the rest of the list. We got pretty heated right here. Um, but yeah. Okay. Fine. Agree to disagree. Yeah. Okay. So, what are some other things that you guys noticed throughout this ESPN list that really shocked you? You want to start with like six through ten? Is there anything glaring want, in that area? I, I, Katie's higher than eight. Where would you put him? Where above six. who? Above you think he's above? Do you think he's, he's above? He's above Tatum. He's, he's above six. LeBron. He's above Bron. Yeah, he's above Bron. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go again. <laughs> KD, LeBron, Tatum. There you go. KD, Bron, Tatum. Yeah. Uh, but th- that's that's the thing with top tens, though. It's not like the differences are huge. Mm. I okay. I think the worst part about the top ten is having Ja at nine and Booker Wait. at ten. I. What are we doing here, Ja at nine? 
you're, bro, you're how's John yeah. nine, man? Okay, 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 okay. Wait, we've had. I think we've had this debate before. I honestly have no problem with six, six to eight. Who's better, Trey or Jaw? I don't think there's much. But see, when, tough. when, when you tough. like just individual ability or how much they contribute to their team, because just how important a player they are to their team, like to winning. Trey Young, I'll take Trey. Trey, Trey. Obviously see, Trey. yeah, when, when you bring the team aspect, I don't mm. think it's a conversation. Yeah, the Grizzlies are literally okay. so good. Who's just it. a better player? Who's better at the game of basketball? I think that's. I think it's Trey. I think it's Trey. I think it's Trey. I think it's Trey in both conversations. I don't. I I don't know how they justified John Moran at number nine. Mm, yeah. It's just because he's a Booker. highlight Devin Booker at number 10 too Booker at number 10 is hilarious to me That's What are we disgusting. talking about? Come on bro <sighs> I'm tired man <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't mind I actually don't I'm not mad at Kevin Durant 8 It's it's okay Kevin Durant 8 is fine that's He's fine. freaking old Honestly the si- 6 to 8 Yeah that's fine But see okay if, if they're I'm just being nitpicky and biased Yeah <laughs> Yeah uh, that's all See, okay, But honestly yeah 9 and 10 get, get out of here Coming back to those two guys I think Dame Behind both of them is absolutely unacceptable for me. Really? Yeah. I mean, I, I, Dame who deba- didn't play last year? It's debatable, yeah. Because <laughs> Dame didn't play. He didn't play last year. But that's he the thing. Yeah. He, at, at his And at his when best, he did play, he his... looked like dog. Then Kawhi's going to be up in the top 10. Oh, that's I, I, yeah, I agree yeah. with that. He should, if, if they're talking about guys who are injured, if you mention them in the list, you better rank them accordingly. Okay. But don't, okay, injuries, okay. don't injuries have... A, a say in these conversations. Yeah, of course. That's why Ben Simmons I mean, is solo. Yeah. We'll talk about that okay, in a bit. That's fair. But yeah, no, okay, look. Maybe you love Dame. I just... <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I think that there was such a real step back. Obviously, he only played 30 games last year. Bro, he dropped the 32% from deep. He was... He was playing injured. That's why for the first time in like mm. a few years, he actually sat out and... As he should. Yeah, he should... He should have not played a single game. Mm. And taking the whole time to just rehab. I don't think you can go to 14 then, if that's the case. I don't think you can be 14th ranked on a list if you're going to sit out an entire year, let alone freaking most of the season. And the games that you do play, go shoot 32.4%. <laughs> Listen, if you're playing, he's been battling injuries, playing injured for years now. Uh huh. I think you have to give him that much of a leash there. I'm not putting you at 14. There's no way. There's no way you're the 14th best player after that year that you just had. Bro, he shot 40% from the field. Okay, watch him prove this list. Who are you, who are you I'd putting love above him. him? I'd love him too. Who would you put who above I put, him? I'm putting yeah. Trey above Trey Young? him. Putting Trey Young above Jimmy. him. Jimmy. Jimmy Butler? Yes. Okay. Over Dame? Yeah. Yeah, I think that's a different I'm conversation. Paul George Jimmy. Yeah. Paul George. Paul George? Yeah. I'm, putting Paul George over Dame. I'm putting Paul George over Dame. Yeah, 100%. Jimmy at 17 is. Yeah. I like Jimmy a lot. I yeah. put in, I'm putting Jimmy higher. I think that he's too good on both ends. Um, but yeah, no, I don't know. I Jimmy I just have a, I, the definition of dog in him. I just have a hard time believing in the Trailblazers for one. I just don't think that they're going to succeed whatsoever at all. I think that every single player that we've seen on this list up to now, other than LeBron James, is going to be on a good team next year, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I think that those teams are going to find success. Uh, to a certain degree next year, and I just don't think that like that Dame fits that bill, especially when we're considering that whole team is for him to succeed. I just I, I don't think the Trailblazers are going to be good. I think the last time we saw Dame, he stunk. See, the team around him sucks. I I think that's a separate conversation. They're going to be bad, but I still Wait. think he can be good on that team. Yeah, I'd put we, jo- I'd, I'd put Jaw above Dame. 
Yeah, I don't. Right know. now, yeah, mm. but I don't. It's it's close. I don't think so. I think I think Jaws. A healthy dame is better. A healthy than dame is better. Yeah, hundred percent. But right now, as it stands right now, yeah, I'm thinking Jaws. Yeah. It's just it's it's the injury thing though. It's just like, well, yeah, what am I? A, what am I? How do I know? You know, there's a lot of ifs in the air, and I don't think that number fourteen on a list is a place for ifs. You know what I mean? It's just like. Here's the thing I mean, with Dame though. He hasn't really been injured. This was really o- his only injury plagued season. Yeah, but like, no, that's that's. He's had injuries before, but he's never sat out. That's yeah, that's, yeah, the, that's problem. the thing. So it just accumulated now, he and that's run. why last season was absolutely terrible. He doesn't run from the grind, man. <laughs> he, he wants the grind. He, he should have ran to a hospital. He should have ran. <laughs> it was tough. Oh man. But yeah, and like he looked. You remember the whole conversation at the start of last year was like surrounding Dame and his inability to play with the new ball. Oh, <laughs> that's oh. so funny. But it looked it was accurate. It was yeah, accurate. It he, was stunk. he stunk. He stunk. He stunk. He completely lost. He couldn't his even form. shoot. He, yeah, he stunk. I don't know what happened. Bro, he was even that worse. That was a time, man. That was a time. He was wow. even worse from the line. Bro shot 87% from the line. Yeah, maybe he's practicing now with the new ball. He'll I hope so. <laughs> that was my first pick in fantasy last year. Oh, let me I'm so sorry. <laughs> oh, but okay, tough, we haven't even got to the worst worst pick in the top 20 yet. Okay, let's do it. Kai. Anthony Davis? No. No, he's, he's going to say Carl Anthony Towns. Kai, bring, bring it up. Which one? Carl Anthony Towns. Cat? Cat? Oh, okay, At you know 13? what? There's two, there's two actually. Cat? Bradley Beal. And oh, Bradley Beal. <laughs> oh, bro. I don't have as much of a problem with Cat. He just should, he's not 13, but he should, you don't he's have top pr- 20. You don't have a problem with Cat? Cat's top 20. He doesn't have a problem with Cat. Diego doesn't have no, a problem I with Cat. No, I said I don't have a problem with being top 20. I have a problem with him being 13. You're, you're, okay, so you're telling me the top five, like a top offensive player of all time shouldn't be ranked in the top 15. <laughs> Oh, we're bringing it back to this. No, like, that's crazy to me. That's crazy to me. You're saying that a player in his prime uh, who says he's one of the best offensive players of all time. as good as Cat is, man. I'm telling you, he still falls flat. Cat's doo-doo, bro. (laughs) Ant's Ant's way better than Cat. I'm sick of it. But, yeah, Kawhi shouldn't be at 12. I think that if if we see him do something more, then fine. But, yeah, bro. God, I, I think I'm the biggest Bradley Beal hater on planet Earth. I think that this guy is Andre Drummond in the backcourt. He has good stats, awful, awful team. Every single thing he does is completely empty. He just takes looks. He just has looks at all times. He's the only yeah. offensive player on that freaking team. He's the only one worth even talking about. And I'm not saying he's crap. No, he's a freaking great, phenomenal offensive player. For sure, but he doesn't yeah. do anything like as, else. As, as, if he's we're complete, talking about scoring, he's, he's inefficient. He's, he's elite. He's but inefficient. That's, that's all I can say, though. I don't even think he's an elite scorer. I think he's inefficient. I just think he has a lot of looks. Bro, he, sh- he had like a 54% true shooting percentage last year. Are you kidding me? Bro, what are we doing? I don't care that like he led the league in scoring at like 32 whatever points a game at some, or like 31 points a game. He wasn't even inefficient in 2020, 2021 season. It's just... Bro, like, it was okay. great. The, in his, like, I, in, I also in his, in, in his, disregard that with Russ. Yes. Okay. Russ. He, he shot. He actually had a good year. This past year, he shot thirty percent from three. Yeah. This past year, he was thirty percent. Thirty percent from three. I'm, I'm he was forty-five percent yeah. from the field, which is fine, right? Fine. Whatever. In the year that he scored thirty-one a game, he was only thirty-five percent from three. You, you're gonna tell me that's nineteenth ranked. 
We're talking about a guy who is being sold to us as a three-level scorer. Even, yeah. You cannot be a three-level scorer shooting 35%. No way in hell. I can't I can't accept that. He's hasn't gotten better. Like, yeah, 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 whatever. He's gotten more assists per year no, as uh, yeah. John the Wall only, the only has thing been I really gone. could say Beal is good at is scoring. That's, That's it. it. That's it. He, he's yeah, he's just good. He's not great. He's good. I think those two back to back thirty point uh like th- thirty per game. It's a product of the situation, but it's still you yeah. can't you still can't take it away from him though. I think he's still a great scorer. I'll gladly take it away from he's him. He's still a great scorer. That's Bro, the, and Andre Drummond is a great rebounder. But yeah, that's not that's enough true to put that's him at 19. As well. yeah. yeah, but it's completely Beal's empty not, stats. Beal's not, but Beal's, it's empty Beal's stats. Like top 30. If you put him, he is not a first op- He shouldn't be a first option on any team. He is a second option at best. Right? And I yeah. don't even think he's a high second option. I think no. that if you, regardless of the situation, I don't know what superstar I pair him with and I automatically look at that duo, and I'm like, that's a championship duo. I looked at when AD teamed up with LeBron, and let's talk about AD for a second. AD is 20th on this list, okay? When AD teamed up with LeBron in LA, I looked at the surrounding pieces on that team, and I'm like, I don't give a shit. If Bradley Beal were to team up with LeBron and the surrounding pieces looked the way they did when they won the championship, that's not a winning team. Yeah, I don't doesn't, know how they put. I don't know how to put Davis over. It over doesn't Beal, matter what superstar you pair Bradley Beal with. I will never look at that duo and disregard the rest of the rest of the players on that on the team. Most of the players that are above him, I can do that, right? I can put, I can put AD there. I can put. Let's let's. Cat. Cat. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, stop it, man. Bro. I look at Anthony Edwards at 25. If I put him with anybody in the league, with any superstar, any of those like top five, six guys, that's a championship. I don't care. Imagine if we got him. 2020 draft. Who's we? We. Who's we? Who's we? Who's we? Who's we? Who's we? Come on. You part of the team? Come on, man. Like uh, Rudy Gobert. Rudy Gobert is high there, high up there on his scale. But like Jimmy Butler. It doesn't matter who you put him with. That's a win. He's you're winning a championship. Imagine, imagine yeah. if the Sixers kept Jimmy Butler and Joel Embiid together. It is a fucking dynasty. I don't care. You put Trey Young with anybody in the freaking league, anybody above him on oh, this list. So cold. It's so a championship. Cold. Bradley Beal doesn't give me that in any way, shape, or form. I don't care. Like, he's a second option, and I don't think he's a good second option. Okay, sorry, I'm angry. I'm just mad. I'm just mad about it. Yeah, but I think I he's, think he'd be a great contributor off the bench. He's probably the worst player. No way. Wow. Okay, relax. <laughs> That's too much, man. Controlling, bro. Relax. But he's the worst player to average 23 shots per game in two consecutive seasons. Yeah. Thank you. That is that is a <laughs> great way to put it. That's my guy right there. He gets it. Okay. Okay. Cool. He's nowhere near 19. Though. I he's think not. we can all we can he's all agree that this is a ridiculous number to put Bradley Beal at. It's just way too. Hard. It's ridiculous. He doesn't do anything on defense. He's not a good playmaker. Um, I don't know. He's overrated, man. All he is is a scorer. That's yeah. That's it. That's it. That's it. Okay. Cool. Can we move on? Yeah. I'm mad. Okay. I got heated. Sorry. That was my rant. I'm not gonna rant again. Okay. And James Harden 11. What do you think? <sighs> <laughs> Bro, I, I just, I just <laughs> no don't think way. he's anywhere close to top, not top eleven anymore. 
come on, he's washed. He's not there anymore. He's washed. Yeah. I'm sorry, James Harden. He's washed. I, I, Why are I you saying sorry? <laughs> <laughs> no, because he's usually a top 10 player every year, and they look now. And yeah, no, no, I mean, it, it is sad to see the decline of a yeah. guy who was a perennial MVP candidate yeah. go. That's the thing. Like, absolutely become washed. Mm-hmm. But yeah, he's, he's, he's obviously not the same player no, anymore. I don't know how you can justify him being a number 11. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not sad about him being Yo, watched. they put him over Kawhi Leonard. Okay, but what are we doing with Kawhi there, bro? What are we doing with Kawhi at 12? I haven't seen this guy in a minute. Okay, that too. But See, at the same uh, time, Kawhi Leonard is yeah. a much better player than James Harden. Okay, but yeah. speaking about guys who are coming back from injury, Zion at 40? Mm. That's ridiculous. <sighs> okay. Um, I guess injuries, the the whole injuries thing is so inconsistent with every single list. Yeah, no matter no matter what you think of it, injuries are gonna make yeah, things messy. Because you're putting no. you're putting Kawhi at twelve despite injuries, but you're putting Zion at forty because of injuries, right? Yeah, Kawhi, Kawhi's a top ten player if he's healthy. Yeah, if he's healthy, no and Zion Zion I'll will be di- top fifteen too. Might be, Bang, yeah. that's it. That's my point. Zion is a freaking top fifteen player when he's healthy. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yes. Give me a break. He's dominant. Who stops him? You can say the same thing him? about Davis. He's top fifteen. Yeah, top ten even if he's healthy. Yeah, AD's top ten if he's healthy. Yeah. That's the thing about this list. They're not consistent about the injuries. It's it's hard yeah. to be fair, it is very hard to keep it consistent with injuries. They could do better than this. Yeah, they could definitely <laughs> do better. <laughs> I mean you have you have James Harden here. You got Kyle Lowry at sixty. What do you think about that? <laughs> That's he fine. should be lower. <laughs> <laughs> you should be lower than that. That's silly. Gobert at eighteen is also a reach. Bro, like Real 19 you're is telling reach. you're telling me Lowry's better than Hero right now? Lowry should be one sixty. Yeah. Whoa. Whoa. better. He's better than better. Boggy. Give me a break. Yeah. Um okay. Cool. Um are we done with the top twenty five? You wanna go into the some of the other maybe dastardly yeah. picks that we have? Can I bring up my guy? Can you? Yeah. Let's do it. Go. Harrison Barnes. Oh, oh. <laughs> Boy, Harrison Barnes is ranked 74 ahead of OG Anunoby, Ben Simmons, and Lonzo Ball among like notable names. Harrison Barnes is washed. He at his best he was a role player. He's still a role player who's become worse. The best thing he's done is meet me in 2019 when he came to India, <laughs> and <laughs> I wish I could <laughs> praise him more for that, but. That's that's the best thing he's done in the last few years. That's why he's seventy four. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, above Ben Simmons. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I don't care that we haven't seen Ben Simmons. There's no chance in hell that Harrison Barnes. <laughs> what does he even do? Yeah, there's, there's nobody who a- embodies that meme better than <laughs> this guy. Mike Cruz, what did you think of Harrison Barnes as a warrior? He's an NBA <laughs> champion. <laughs> The bl- Here we go. <laughs> the Black Falcon. <laughs> That's his nickname. Is it? I don't know. Yeah. Oh, okay. I vaguely Yo, I got that. I got nightmares with that guy shooting bricks in <laughs> Yo. the finals. No, no. Yo. He was he was That ca- was one of the worst playoff like performances ever. You know what was weird though? He was so cash in the start of, at the start of the year, eh? Oh yeah. In in October, you know, he he shoot, he was shooting forty five percent from deep. And everyone was like, yo, Harrison Barnes, uh, renaissance up, up here. I'm here man, for it, bro. This is, this is his time. This guy was a top 20 fantasy player to be in the year. <laughs> yeah, bro. Bro, and then by the by the end of the year, by in April, he was shooting 20, 27% from deep. Oh, man, that stinks. Yeah. Okay. So it's just like, okay. 
This guy, his role got completely diminished. He had a minus 11 plus minus in the in April. Um, he had a minus 6.3 plus minus in March. He doesn't do anything on defense. He doesn't do anything other than shoot the ball at a decent level, but he's so freaking inconsistent. Yeah. And we're going to put him above Ben Simmons? Yeah, I, I'll take a 60% healthy Ben Simmons over him. All day. All day. I'll take a 20% healthy Ben Simmons. Okay, relax. <laughs> no, I'm not going to relax. So what? Uh, Bro, I'm <laughs> taking a 20% healthy Ben Simmons. If, if you look up the word mid in the NBA dictionary. It's Harrison Barnes, bro. You can see Harrison Barnes. Bro, above OG Ananobi? I don't even. I, I think in, in the Raptors Twitter sphere, I am the biggest OG Ananobi hater out there. By far, right? I have, Damn. I'm I'm not a big OG guy. I just don't. I think that people prop him up to be like some guy that's just gonna find his way into a freaking All Star game somehow. Never gonna happen. He is a role player. He plays his role fine. I think that he was okay in man defense last year. He wasn't as good as I had hoped. Uh, his shot didn't really improve that much. But goddamn, he's still at least ten spots above Harrison Barnes. What are we doing here? What are we talking about? What does he do? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, how is how is Lonzo Ball lower than Harrison Barnes? Yeah, that's I mean, it's. I think they're still living in what is it 20, 2014, 2015? Yeah, bro, Paolo Boncaro hasn't played yet. <laughs> why is he Why is he below Harrison Barnes? Paulo Boncaro is significantly better than freaking Harrison Barnes. Bro, why is Josh Giddy below Harrison Barnes? This guy, okay, who who's at number 100? Bogdan Bogdanovich? Yeah. Why is Harrison Barnes above Bogdan Bogdanovich? <laughs> I'm so glad you said that. Why? That's so funny. Why? I don't get it. Yeah, yeah. I, okay, when you look back at the list, I think you could make an argument like that for almost everybody ranked above him. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> literally everybody else. okay there's a couple more debates that i kind of want to get into here okay one more See, that pascal no, uh, no whatever i'm i'm mad about pascal being at 30 uh, i think that that's completely absurd um but i'm also a homer so i don't want to i don't want to i don't right. want to i think pascal's top 22 i think pascal's better than beal um oh yeah okay cool as long as we're on the same page pascal beal or what what do you guys think yeah. i actually think it's a good debate honestly for for as big of a beal hater as i am I think that that's like a kind of decent debate. I, I think Pascal significantly elevates his team more because he's not just racking up shots; he's doing a lot of more. Yeah. Was yeah, Pascal's improved this last season too? Dude, if you put if you swap them on the Raptors, I don't think the Raptors are doing anything. Oh, of course. Yeah, I I think that Beal doesn't fit most schemes. I think that he's way too ball dominant. Um, yeah, I mean he just doesn't do much. Okay, I don't want to. Talk about Beal yeah. more. No. That's okay. I'm so sick. I'm <laughs> so sick of him, bro. You guys think Lamelo should be under Scotty Barnes? Uh, that's a mm. that's a tough one. I'd still put Lamelo above for now. Me too. Yeah, I think Lamelo's better not, than Scotty really Barnes. Fair. Yeah, right. I, Scotty's at 39. Lamelo's at 41. I think I think wow. Lamelo's better. I think Lamelo's better right now and more important right now to the Hornets than Scotty is to the Raptors. Okay. Um, Allen or Aiton? Allen. Allen clears. Give me the afro. Yeah, I take Allen too. Yeah. So Aiton is ranked fifty-one. Allen is ranked fifty-two. Allen does everything better than Aiton. I'm sorry. Like he's better in the pick and roll, which is really all he's being asked to do on offense. But more importantly, this guy's a defensive player of the year candidate. The heck is Aiton? Yeah. Not just that, but he also just plays his role very, very well. Yeah. 
he's just yeah. better. I think he's just better across the board than what Aiton I think brings it, to the I think table. Aiton's gonna have to actually show us that he can do something on offense. Like yeah. he can do something very good on offense, but mm-hmm. like he hasn't shown that yet. Obviously, I mean he doesn't really have the, the best opportunities to do so. But I guess next coming season with Chris Paul, like I guess declining, probably yeah. he'll have a better chance. But we'll have to see. Well, it's it's still up in the air as to what DeAndre Aiton is still capable of doing in the league. I agree. Do you guys have anything else that you guys are mad about? Uh, so we talked Harrison Barnes. I know we were really cheesed about Harrison Barnes. Is there anything you guys were really cheesed about? Uh, you okay with the Russ ranking? Oh, I, I don't care what. 65? 65. That anymore. He, he was 29 last year and 65 now. Whee! That's tough. Off the top of my head, he's like top 50. Really? Yeah. I, I'm not even mad about 65, to be honest with you. I don't think you can be. I mean, yeah. <laughs> There's I don't no think reason for me to be mad. Unless, to be unless Russ probably. shows me he's still got something left in the tank, sure. Okay. Would you rather have Desmond Bain or Russell Westbrook? <laughs> my, I'll take my all-handsome guy. You'd rather have Bain. Would you rather have John Collins or Russell Westbrook? You're really making me... Okay, I'll, I'll have Russell Westbrook. Really? What? Yeah. You guys what? are making me. You guys are making me say some crazy shit about no us, man. No way. I'm not. You guys oh are. God. You guys are the crazy ones for. Do you rather have Lonzo Collins Ball or Russell Westbrook? Lonzo Ball. Okay, I'll take Lonzo. I'm not putting John Collins over Russell Westbrook. I don't know yeah, what. Come Aaron, on, Aaron, man. You're tripping, bro. I don't know what you're saying. That's so disrespectful. Do you rather have Josh Giddy or Russell Westbrook? <laughs> <laughs> Can I have both? <laughs> bring him back. Bring him back, bro. Send Shea elsewhere. They can, that, could, that could be a good backcourt, no. eh? Josh and Josh and Russ, lot of, lots of triple doubles no. there. Okay, what, what do you guys think about Jalen Green being sixty-two and MPJ being seventy-two? Come on, man. MPJ I mean, at seventy-two, is, I don't know. I'm not the biggest Michael Porter Jr. fan. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I never really. And at the same I mean, time, yeah, he he has been injured his whole career. Yeah. Yeah. So his I can't injuries, justify him putting, he, he, putting his him at injury is pretty concerning to. It's the back, right? Yeah, back's back's a killer. But he also has, in seasons where he's been more healthy, like in uh, 2020, 2021, Mm. you know what he shot from three? What? 44%. Wow. On 6.3 attempts a game. Jeez. Yeah. Um, So, like, Michael Porter Jr. is still pretty serious. Bro, he scored 19 points a game in his, his, like, actual second year in the league. Right, we know he's nice when he's on the court and mm-hmm. he's healthy. He's just not on the court. He's just not healthy. He's just not <laughs> on the court. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Okay. What about Shea at forty-eight? Shea, I'm fine with Shea at forty-eight. I think that he's going to get way higher this year, but I just don't think we've seen enough. Um, okay. Right. Fair. Right. I agree with that. Like, I I can't put him over Garland. You know what no. I mean? No. Garland had a better season too. Of, of course. course. Of course. Um, you know, although I could say it's there could be a debate between him and Maxi. Yeah. I think so too. Yeah. I think so too. I, I just think that like they've been given different spotlights. I, I think Shea should be higher. I think that they put the rookies too high on this list. I think that like Mobley, I'm fine with. I think that Mobley's the best rookie of this crop. I'm very, very high on Mobley. This guy's a defensive player of the year. He's going to be defensive player of the year. But I just think that like Cade at 35, is it? Yes. Cade at 35 is a bit too rich for me. What about. What about um, Steady Freddy at Steady Freddy at thirty at thirty eight? That's fine. Yeah, I think. He, ooh, I think it's a little high. Clay or Fred? I'm taking Fred. Fred. Think Fred. Yeah. I'm taking you Fred. You don't want to ask me that question. <laughs> I'm asking you that question. Clay or Fred? Clay. Why? <laughs> genuinely though. Mike, why? Genuinely. Mike, why? why? What does he do better? Shooting. Right now. What has Shooting. Clay done, shown? That's it. So, so last year, you'd rather have one. 
one uh, aspect. He's a better shooter. He's a better scorer. Better defender. <laughs> he's not a better defender. No, he's not a, anymore. He's not a better he's defender. A, not anymore. He's an he's NBA not. champion. You you oh my God! <laughs> so is Fred. What are we doing? <laughs> Four-time NBA. Yo, did did last year really count for Clay? No, he sucked last year. Yeah, yeah he stunk, bro. There you go. That's all we need. Comeback season, so baby. Oh, come on. He's he, he's looking for that fifth ring. I love Fred's Clay, a, man. Fred's a better man defender at this Clay. point in their career. But like, it's he's it's a better hard, team it's defender at this come point. Back in their from career. when he yeah, from when he had to go through. See, at at the moment, uh, I mean, Clay is still a better shooter, but I don't think the gap between their shooting is as big as their gap bit on defense. Yeah, who's a better playmaker? Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, finally, Mike succumbed. Clay's not a good good playmaker. Yeah. yeah. Fred significant had a significant improvement now that he actually took the lead guard role from Kyle Lowry this season. He's a better he's a better playmaker. He's, he's they actually put Clay above Fred here. Yeah, I know, wow. which is why but I'm kind of shocked. Yeah. yeah, but like I don't I don't I, I'm not willing to put Cade at 35. I think that that's too rich for a rookie. I know that he had like a great end of season last year, but it's not like he was freaking out of this world. Mobley was still yeah. a better rookie. He was also Wait, what, on the what, Pistons. Also, why is he mm-hmm. above? Scotty or Evan Mobley because he's a better <laughs> offensive talent and they're just rating that really highly apparently even though Mobley's going to be the best defender I think we've ever seen in the NBA I mean Cade has the potential to be better but right now yeah. I'm not putting him up. exactly yeah. we're not supposed to be rating people on potential Off potentials okay. what, about, what about Mr. Vaughn man at oh you know what I, I, I just noticed there what oh. Andrew Wiggins at 32 oh. is wait, wait, wait. over Kyrie laughable. Irving man. over Kyrie over Kai yeah, how's he only w- bro number one Chris Middleton hater here? How is Chris Middleton only one rank higher than Andrew Wiggins? What are we talking about? Yo, what are we talking about? Mike, if, can you if, can you even if Chris Middle if Chris Middleton had Andrew Wiggins' body, that would be the greatest player of all time. Yes, facts, <laughs> facts, bro, bro. Every night, prime MJ. Every single night. Are you kidding me? What are we talking, bro? How is Sorry, Zach Levine is not better than Pascal Siakam. Yeah. Yeah. Neither is Damar. Yeah. I don't care. Drew Holiday. Drew too, Holiday. To Drew Holiday is not better than Pascal yeah. Siakam. Bradley Beal. Stop. <laughs> Stop. You <laughs> keep naming names, bro. Don't do me like this. Okay. Is I think Kai th- at 33 is too low. Too. Me too. I know he's like every... He's the ball player's ball player, but I mean, yo, come on, it's still, Kyrie still too What low. are we talking about here? It's still too What low. are we talking about bro, here? Bro, I'll take Kyrie Irving or Bradley Beal, man. 100%, right? Yeah, yeah. No right. way. People put Bradley Beal over Kyrie. In a vacuum? Yeah. Kyrie hater agrees too. Yeah. yeah. In a vacuum. Good. Y'all you know. better it's, agree. I'm, I'm a hater, but I'm not blind. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I okay. don't know. You take John Collins over Russell Westbrook. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That's <laughs> hating to me, bro. <laughs> 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 Yo, okay, if John Collins is better than Russell Westbrook next season, brother, I will do I will give you anything you want, Aaron. No, 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 no. Uh, uh, give, give, me, give, me, give me a real, give me a real, give me a real <laughs> bet right here. I want I want to see some fireworks. <laughs> okay. <laughs> if Okay, wait, what are we what are we grading better on? Yeah. What does it better mean? What does it better mean? Just a better season. But how? In what way? I don't know, just a better okay, season. If we, Russ, we if let Russ has a good had a good season with the Lakers, basically, compared to if John Collins... I'm, I'm, I'm basing this off expectations. Okay, so just so it's clear, John Collins, according to 538's war, um, Raptor war, John Collins was 103rd at 3.6. 
Russell Westbrook, however, was 232nd at minus 0.7. So, like, John Collins already did have a better year than Russell Westbrook last year. See, that's what I'm saying. He had a better year. Uh, he might go down because DeJounte is now on the team. Mm-hmm. I've Ranking based on last season, I don't think it's close. I'd rather have John Collins. You know, John Collins shot 36% from three, and that was a down year for him. Yeah, I, I think he's more valuable to it. I think that he understands his role better. He's a better defender. Look at him in the pick and roll, man. It's it's a great pairing with him and Trey, right? Yeah. And now he's just going to have more pick and roll possessions when you're adding DeJounte Murray, who's like one of the also highest pick and roll, <laughs> pick and roll ball handlers in the entire NBA. Collins, Collins is going to have a better year. He already had a better year. Yeah. Okay. Oh my goodness. Bro. All right. One last uh, one last point and then I think we'll 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 close this one off. Okay. Number 45. We talked about him a little bit earlier in the show. CJ McCollum dropped 15 points this year. He was 30th last year. That's stupid. In ESPN's he got better. Rankings. Yeah, this was the guy That's I was looking over a while ago. I think he's significantly more valuable than Bradley Beal to any team. CJ. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. Me too. Bro, I was going to ask, Brad Beal or CJ? CJ, obviously. CJ, yeah. CJ, CJ. Come on. Come on, man. He just plays his role better. He completely expanded his offensive profile this year now that he's a lead ball handler for a team. He's better at creating shots for others. He's not better at creating his own shot. Brad Beal is great at creating his own shot. Fine. But he doesn't make anyone better. Bro, there's CJ there's elevated There's a lot the of shit we've been saying about Brad Beal this pod. <laughs> oh Bro, y'all gave me a platform to talk Yo. shit. I'm going to talk shit. CJ is also more, just more efficient. Yeah, straight up, mm. straight up. I think he's, I think he's better. Yeah, for for the amount of touches that Beal gets, it's crazy that their playmaking stats are almost identical. I I think if you give CJ the amount of touches that Beal gets, obviously he's gonna do the same thing, mm. and even better because he's a better playmaker. CJ should be on. CJ should be significantly higher on this list. The fact that he moved CJ, down. CJ is also a much more efficient three point shooter. Yeah, the but, fact yeah. that he, the fact. He improved his three-point shot throughout his career, man. Like, yeah. these are two guys that actually have had very similar career trajectories, right? They both started off as guys who excelled more in the mid-range and at the rim um, as second guards. Um, and they had kind of a star teammate. Yeah, a star, a star backcourt partner. Yeah. And now, all of a sudden, they're elevated to primary roles. And yep. I think that one has just succeeded more in elevating the rest of his team than the other has. One has succeeded better at elevating his own stats for casuals. Because if you think Brad Beal's stats are great, you're a freaking casual. Um, but I just think CJ is just significantly better. He should not be at 45. Beal is better at uh, making money. Facts. <laughs> Facts. Yeah, no, no. Oh CJ's CJ's contract deal. That's 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 fish food. That's baby food to uh to Brad Beal. Five years, two fifty one. For what? <laughs> five five years, two fifty one for the eleventh seed at a like for the perennial eleventh seed. I am I'm excited to see it. That team's going nowhere. That team's gonna continue to go nowhere. Sad, sad, sad for the Wizards. Okay. So that's all we've really got for this episode of Positionless Pod. Training camp is about to go underway nba media day was today we thought we were going to get into it but we don't really have time um yeah sorry about that but again look forward to the fact that we are going to be putting out two episodes a week i promise um it's on me if we don't so we'll be putting out two episodes a week that like from moving forward um you can definitely expect to hear more of 
Aaron, Matthew, Diego, San Agustin, and Mikey Cruz's voices from here on out. Thanks for listening to the Positionless Pod. Today was a pretty hectic episode. But yeah, make sure to follow us all on socials, Twitter, Instagram. Make sure to rate and review the podcast. We'll catch you in a couple days. All right, peace. Peace.